You're listening to a message from Every Nation Canberra. In this message, Pastor Joe Sulit reminds us that we can find joy in unexpected places by reminding us that we are sons and daughters of God. Be happy, which takes us to our series today called Beyond Happy, Discovering Joy in Unexpected Places. Is there anyone in this room who doesn't want to be happy? None, right? It is our innate human nature to search for things, to search for people who will make us happy. And whether you find that happiness in your social life, whether you find it in your relationships, whether you find it in your job or your work, one thing will always remain true, that all of us are chasing after the same thing, this lasting, unfading happiness. In Tim Keller's classic sermon, the search for happiness, he elucidates the irony of our search for this thing called happiness. He said, the less you're concerned about your happiness and the more you're concerned about God, the happier you get. You see, the problem is we live our lives as if our value depends on what we do. We live our lives as if our worth depends on what we achieve as a person. Our happiness is defined by our status, by what we have, or by our ability to afford the things that would make us feel good. That is why our lives are defined by work, 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 and work. And I'm guilty of that. Our desire to be materially sufficient. Sometimes we even come to the point where we lose our ability to feel happiness or joy unless it's something that we can buy. How many of you spend a lot of time on eBay or Marketplace? See, it gives you a sense of joy when you buy something. And sometimes we don't feel happy if we're not spending or buying something. I'll tell you what happiness is not. Happiness is not found in the malls. It is not found in your favorite car dealership. It doesn't have like the Apple logo or the Louis Vuitton button or the Rolex logo on it. It's not even found in the best and most exclusive suburbs that you can live in. It's not even found in the best, probably, office view with the view of the city. If you're looking for happiness in these places, you'll be disappointed. You won't find them. The Bible says the relentless pursuit of more is an unwinnable game. The relentless pursuit of more is an unwinnable game. In 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 9, it says, Those who desire to be rich fall into temptation, into a snare, into many senseless and harmful desires that plunge people into ruin and destruction. The Bible is talking about the senseless and harmful desires that make people do things that actually brings them to destruction. In our desire and pursuit to find happiness in the things money can buy, we can be drawn into a trap, into a snare, into a temptation that could take us to a spiral of ruin and destruction. So how can we be truly happy? That's a question today. How can we find joy in whatever circumstance we face right now? In the next few weeks, we will study what the Bible has to say about finding through joy. Where is the source of lasting joy and happiness? And today, we will look at the first, 
There is joy in our identity. What does this mean? In the English Standard Version of the Bible, the words joy, rejoice, or joyful appear a total of 430 times, and the word happy or happiness appear only 10 times. But I'm not here to differentiate happiness from joy because the Bible uses them interchangeably. The resounding truth is this. God wants you to be joyful. God wants you to be happy. And He wants us to find joy in Him. I hope that today the Holy Spirit will reveal to us that fact. If we have Christ in our lives, joy will be something that we can experience in His presence regardless of anything that's happening in our lives. Our true joy can only be found in our identity. And our real identity is not defined by how people think of us. Our real identity is not defined by how we think of ourselves. The Bible says, you know, true Christian joy, it flows from knowing your position in Christ who we are in Him, and what He has done for us. And here's what the Bible says in 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 8 to 9. Though you have not seen Him, Jesus, you love Him. And even though you do not see Him now, you believe Him and are filled with an inexpressible and glorious joy, for you are receiving the end result of your faith, the salvation of your soul. Because we love Jesus and we believe in Jesus, even if we do not see him now, we are filled with what the Bible says, inexpressible and glorious joy. And that joy is not in what we have. That joy is not in the things that we can achieve. Our inexpressible and glorious joy comes from our identity in Christ. It comes from the relationship that we have in Christ because we loved Him, we believed in Him, and we put our faith in Him. I believe that the reason we fail to understand this is because of our confusion between our identity and our role. Knowing the difference between the two will help us identify the ultimate source of joy in our lives. All of us carry many different roles, husband, wife, Father, daughter, son, engineer, teacher, salesperson, pastor. That's our role, and that is temporary. A husband can become an ex-husband. A mother can stop being or playing the role of a mother once her daughter gets married. An engineer can change career. A pastor can retire. Roles are performance-oriented. Now, this is what happens. If you base your worth or your identity on your role, you can get very frustrated. For sometimes you would do really very well in your role, and sometimes you would fall way below people's expectations and even your own expectations. What happens to people who walk and think that they are failures? If your identity is in the role that you have, in your work, in your career, in, in your position, in your job. You, your identity is in what people think about you and what people say about you. What happens 
to people who think and walk like their failures. They become toxic. They take it on to their children, to their spouses. They take it on to their workplaces. They take it on to the very relationships that they want to keep and they want to protect. Our true identity, however, has a God-given permanence. It doesn't change when your role, when your career, or where your circumstance change. I'm Joe and I'm your pastor. That is my role. That is not my identity. You are parents to your children. That is not your identity. That is your role. You are a husband to your wife. That is your role and that is not your identity. What happens when we confuse our role with our identity? For example, if your work requires you to meet a quota and you fail considerably way below that quota, your boss will eventually get your attention, right? And you are threatened to lose your job. If your identity and security comes from your role in your job, what happens with your worth as a person? See, if your identity is tied up with your role, you reduce your worth when it becomes confusing. When you confuse your identity with your role, you reduce your worth. If you're a parent, and if your child has gone really astray, and if your identity is in your role as a parent, what happens if your child goes astray? What happens to your self-worth? We reduce our worth when we confuse our identity with our role. No one can take your true identity away. They can take away your job. They can take away your relationships. You can lose your your wife, you can get into a divorce. A lot of people are doing it. I hope it doesn't happen here. But no one in no circumstance can ever take the identity that God has given you by His grace. And what is that identity? We can read that in John chapter 1, verse 12. It says, Yet to all who did receive Him, those who believed in His name, Jesus, he gave the right to become children of God. Our joy is in our identity in Christ. Our joy comes from the unchangeable fact that we are all children of God. And no matter how difficult your circumstances are, maybe you're going through some relational dysfunctions or difficulty in your marriage, or maybe you're having some financial difficulties right now, even if you fail in the role that God has given you, even if you fail to live out the purpose that God intended for your life, that is all covered by the blood of Jesus Christ. In Galatians chapter 3, verse 29, we read, So in Christ Jesus, uh, verse 26, So in Christ Jesus, you are all children of God through faith. Because we received Jesus and believed in Jesus, we have the right to be called children of God. Co-heirs to Jesus, or co-heirs with Jesus to the eternal glory that awaits all of us. We all have roles. Moms, daughters, sons, dads. And we will earn many more titles in our lives. But the most important title that we could ever have is this. You are a child of God. When you are in Christ, no one, no one can take this away from you. And I've learned the secret of joy. 
The secret of joy is Christ in you, not you in different circumstances. You can be the best person that you can be. You can be the best salesman that there is here in Canberra. You can be the best engineer or businessman in this world. But many of us in our desire to find happiness look for that happiness in the wrong places for the wrong reasons and find ourselves lost in the process. There are times when you wake up when you just don't feel like you don't understand and you don't understand what's happening to your life and you don't find purpose in what you're doing. When you lose your sense of self, remember this, you will never find it again without God. Your identity is a question that cannot be answered apart from Christ. So do not allow people or other circumstances influence you and make you feel that you can never be happy. Don't let the negative opinion of others define who you are. In Galatians chapter 6, verse 17, Paul tells us, Finally, let no one cause me trouble, for I bear on my body the marks of Jesus. You know, Paul suffered the worst. He was beaten, he was imprisoned, he was covered in scars, he was robbed, he was mocked by the entire world. But Paul, in spite of all of that, remained joyful. Why and how? Because he had been counted worthy to suffer for Christ. Jesus was crucified. He was mocked by people. They put a crown of thorns on his head, and his head bled from that crown of thorns. That did not stop him from fulfilling the purpose that God had for him. In fact, the crown of thorns worked opposite to the mockery that the Roman soldiers intended. It was a great symbol of who Jesus is. It is a great symbol of what he came to accomplish. Jesus is the king of all kings. He was nailed to the cross. He died for us, and he died to redeem us from eternal damnation. Jesus is the king of all kings. Jesus died for you. God is reminding us today that the secret of our joy is in not what we have. It is not in what we have achieved. It is not in our circumstance. Our joy can only come from the Lord. When you have the presence of God in you, you have found the secret of joy. Let's close this by reading Psalm chapter 16. Verses 9 to 11 together. Therefore, my heart is glad and my tongue rejoices. My body also will rest secure because you will not abandon me to the grave, nor will you let your Holy One see decay. You have made known to me the path of life. You will fill me with joy in your presence, with eternal pleasures at your right hand. Let's all bow down our heads and pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for reminding us today 
that our joy is in our identity and our identity is in you. It is you in us. Lord, give us the grace to rejoice in Jesus no matter what circumstance we face. May we never cease to give glory to you in spite of our suffering. Because had it not been for our suffering, we would have no reason to praise you. Lord, I have found the secret of joy. My joy is in your presence, your presence in me, Jesus. I praise you for all the things that you have done in my life, all the things that you are doing right now, and all the things that you are about to do. Today, I declare that I have found the secret of joy, that your presence is within me. I am your child, and I am loved. My hope is in you, Lord. I will be content. I will count it all joy. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Let's continue worshiping Jesus. There's always reason for us to rejoice because we are children of God. We'll see you next week, church. Uh, we'll continue our series, Joy and Purpose. Have a great weekend. God bless you all. You just heard a message from Every Nation Canberra. For more messages like these or to access other resources, please visit our website at encanbra.org. Like our page on Facebook at facebook.com slash everynationcanbra.